0: Going to VAR. They're checking. Hey, Carter. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. The bar. Yo, yo, yo. It's the VAR bar, and we're back again. We're sorry it's a late episode, but we're here, man. What we, what's going on, people? Yo. Yo, Jason. Come on. Back
1: at the back bar. Back again. Back again.
0: What the clocks went back a bit, but obviously, we had to delay things a bit. Games are being played left, right, and center. Um, but we had to make sure we had to produce you guys another episode. It's been an interesting week. Um, I'm sure a certain man in here are going to lose their heads, the usuals are going to pop up, but um, <laughs> we're, we're gonna <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're gonna go straight into the news, man. And I think, um, one of the first things to come in was the European Super League. Um, which, you know, caused up a bit of a stir. Some were for against it, some were uh, a get. Well, well, yeah, some were for it and some were against it. Jake, you were um, against it, I
2: believe. I am very much. I think it's an absolute power play. It's just so the facts behind it, isn't it? Is that it's gonna be they're gonna replace essentially Champions League and Europa League, and they're gonna create like a promotion relegation tiers through the different leagues. But the thing that gets me with these proposals is it's just the bigger clubs trying to protect their income that's all it's about because it's the top 11 clubs that they want to get in so top five from England although we don't know which five out of the top six um you've got Barca, Real, Juve, Bayern etc saying yeah it's good for the game when really it's just a power grab because they can't bear the thought of maybe not being that good so I just hate it I think it's an absolute rubbish idea I think the beauty of the Champions League is that these big fixtures, they do come around towards the end of the season, but if you put these teams playing against each other every week, it dilutes your product. Like I'm not going to look forward to playing against Barcelona when I'm playing them every month. I'm not going to look forward when I go and watch Chelsea play Bayern Munich, not just because they're actually going to rip us apart again, but you're just gonna see it
3: everywhere. everywhere. Absolutely, yeah. man. Like the Champions League, I always say it's the pinnacle of like club football. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so like the gloss will go like 100. Like you don't be playing like Barcelona two or three times a year or whatever. That's ridiculous, man.
0: So, was anyone actually um, for the idea? Um, Ken is currently running late in traffic, but was it because I think he was a fan for it? Was anyone like for this idea?
1: Uh, not really man not really I think like like these men have said it takes away from the gloss and I think it's clear it takes away the gloss of like the Champions League and I think it's clear that like it is just to kind of monopolize if that's even the correct term to kind of just monopolize the European teams to create some sort of like just massive um, money spin money spinner yeah. So I, I I think it's it's being done for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. And I think it's clear. And I think it's clear that it's being done for the wrong reasons. Um, and I can't really see what angle they'd be coming from if they were trying to create this like ecosystem of you know European elite European clubs that, that are able to to play each other you know every week or every every other every other week or you know multiple times in a year. Um, I, I don't see the benefit of it. So I, I'm I'm against it to be honest.
4: I think I mean, me, uh, uh, sorry, I mean for me, it seems like a recipe for disaster. Um, I just I can just imagine that the games and it's, it would seem really dull to me.
5: I think That's, it would be competitive. However, as you said, like it's just a re- recipe for disaster. Like traveling, those kind of things, and it takes away from the actual leagues that these individual teams play in. If uh, is it? It's my understanding that like. Uh, let's say, for, for instance, Arsenal, Man United, all of those would be out of the Premier League and play in this European League. So what does that mean for the Premier League? Does Do the rest of the fans have to suffer and not watch good football anymore uh, just because of that? I just feel like yeah, it's a fine line. Like, And I feel like the, the structure we have now with Champions League is great, man. What, why do we need to change it?
1: And- you got you got to get there, don't
5: yeah, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, oh. <laughs> Cheap shot, yeah. So, um, yeah, but oh, as I was saying, like, <laughs> I, do oh, you know what my,
6: my opinion is that, like, look at the Premier League table at the moment. The might have the top six, if you like, are only one team's in the top six. Yeah, I think it just it just takes away from the, the smaller sides, man. I, I like the unpredict- unpredictability at the moment. Um, just keeping. Yeah. The, the same teams all the time. It's just not the way football should, should be, for me okay. anyway.
2: As well, like going on to that point of the smaller teams, like you remember the year that Liverpool won it, where Ajax got to the semis and then had those great games against Tottenham, that A, rules that out ever happening with these bigger leagues yeah. just dominating yeah. it. But B, like clubs like Ajax who don't have that big commercial income, part of their operating procedure is you have to sell on your players. And they've done brilliantly with that recently. Like, you think they've sold De Ligt for what was it, eighty million or something yeah. stupid, or sixty million maybe? You've sold zX for forty million, Donny van der Beek for forty million. Are you going to be able to do that when your players aren't operating on the big stage or don't even That's have the to, chance of play- that?
7: Yeah, I just to sort of touch on that. That that sort of concept. I think it plus the the whole concept of like football, it, it will just be like flipped on its head. Like there are the times that you see a player play well for, let's say, Burnley for the season or. Um, for Newcastle or somewhere, and then they make the step up to sort of the bigger clubs. Um, but you only know that they're capable enough because they're playing against them twice in a year. Um, I think if we almost split that concept and we only have like a league full of basically the top four of every country, then you almost don't know if that person is going to be good enough to play in those, in, 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 in those teams. So I just think it just, yeah, it just completely like undermines whole football pyramid and I just I just don't I don't get it I just don't it just, yeah it just doesn't make sense to me
3: and for, for me as well like no, I, I, the, the Premier League is the best league in the world but mm. I feel as if it's the best league in the world because it's so competitive like you want to see those like middle and smaller teams like have a go at a big team and yep. beat a bigger team I just can't see how the Premier League is nah. the same product when like Newcastles and Burnleys are the best teams like it just doesn't it doesn't work nah nah well, it's
0: clear that we're all seeing this as a way to make extra money um, for the guys at the top. Um, and again, another news headline hit us um, of making... Well, it was not new news, but I think the outcome hasn't been positive, and that's the pay-per-view um, introduced um, in England. Very, very silly. I think when we saw the pr- price tag, £15... Pounds, for a game okay some people have been nice we won't name names but they know who they are um but 15 pounds just to watch one one-off game it's, it's a bit mad um so the guys i heard Table, you 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 bought this in last late last night they had a meeting yeah. to discuss um yeah so time. i was discuss. just watching
5: like monday night football like late version of it and obviously i, I saw that we tweeted uh on the subject, like Mike Ashley basically um, adding saying the football should be nine ninety five, dollars um, Sorry, not nine ninety-five, five, 95 4 um, rather than 15 that they're charging. And then obviously there's the agenda that he's charging, still charging people for their season tickets. So Gary Leville just touched on it, but also touched on the fact that there will be a meeting today based on that uh, to see if it actually has worked or... Yeah. or what they can do to go forward so i'm not sure of the outcome of the meeting. I got a notification um from right. the athletic i
7: don't know how got how gospel is but i'm mm. um, saying that the premier league retain um, the price
2: um so oh, really? yeah after the conversations yeah um It's one of those things, isn't it? If they lower the price, you're admitting the fact that you've got it wrong. So you're not, but you're also admitting you don't care about the fans. You're just trying to find the price point in which fans will pay. Fans would pay, yeah. So if you're the Premier League, and go, oh yeah. Especially in this time. This is what
5: Gary Neville was highlighting, right? That especially at this time, like football clubs need to be making decisions based on um, the climate right now of people are struggling to even, uh, you know, make ends meet. Uh, they don't ha- they're unemployed, and then you're asking them to pay 15 pounds per game. Like it's absolutely Our clubs are clubs benefiting from That's
1: from what I was just gonna this. ask. Like, what's the problem? I don't know Do why they the get a split percentage?
5: Is.
2: Yeah, they must get a percentage. I'm
4: guessing they should must. have a percentage, surely.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't like like, I don't follow any other clubs, but I haven't seen Chelsea promoting it. I don't know what you boys with your clubs, but yeah. I haven't seen Chelsea go like, Oh yeah, you can go and pave towards us what they're just doing the normal, oh yeah, we're playing.
7: Yeah, I mean, there's a number. have you realised when um a lot of the a lot of the commentators, whoever like, whenever you're watching sort of a Sky game, that's actually like being broadcast for free or quote unquote free, um they almost seem hesitant to promote the pay per view, um like I've noticed it yeah. in like a lot of the like a lot of the games I've watched, they almost just say that the games on on next and on Sky, but then I think you you see it by the the, ad, the, the advertisement that that is obviously on pay per view. So you can tell that they're definitely not. It's, it's definitely not something that's being being sort of agreed to, and 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 something that's like ha, across the board,
1: like a partnership.
7: Yeah, it's, it's definitely not. I think there's there's definitely a divide between football people and then obviously people that are, are controlling these decisions. Mm-hmm. Taking
0: it back a bit, I don't know if you guys remember when we had the project restart. Um, I know Calvin, you've got a season ticket. So what Arsenal did, and I don't know what the clubs are doing. They were given like a um, link. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't sign up for it because I just stream my matches. But obviously, we couldn't go to the games. What they did was they were giving out links to watch the actual games. Um, and I don't know what happened with that because I thought that was a great idea. I don't think it was like an extra cost. I just forgot to sign up. Um, maybe there might have been an extra cost. I don't know. So that's something that they could do um, for the fans that have yeah. season tickets.
6: Did something similar, but there was a cost to it, but it wasn't <laughs> a lot. It was nowhere near $14.95. <laughs>
0: yeah. but, the problem,
4: but the problem we have here is just is for me, I, from what I can see, is, is basically the the position between a business and people just, and its customers. So the business being the clubs have to protect their interest. And yes, the argument could be, yeah, you have money. Um, you have you 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 got billions of of, of, of pounds da, da 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 da. But at the end of the day, you, if you're the the CEO of of United or Chelsea or Liverpool or Arsenal, you you you're thinking business continuity. We need to yeah. make sure that we don't run out of like money or we don't go broke even though really and truly this you can argue these businesses are too big to fail but you have to consider what happens next year when coronavirus is done and we what what are the, i mean what we're we gonna spend on like who we need the money so it's, it's a very difficult situation and I, i'm not advocating that we should be paying 15 pounds to watch um our team play whilst we're paying sky and and bt is nonsense but i i think there has to be a compromise drawn i'm not sure mike mike ashley's um proposal for four ninety five it's not actually a bad shout i would pay yeah for i don't
7: it. yeah yeah i don't think that's a yeah i, I agree to be honest I, I even though i think it's nuts that we we're having to pay i think if you if you think if you think about it obviously Football fans do pay obviously season tickets to go to watch their games. Obviously, given the current pandemic, you can't now do that. So, I the more and more I think about it, even though I, ideally I, would, I wouldn't pay anything and I get what much, I understand that these are businesses that are being run. Um, so if there was a figure that I'd you, say is deemed acceptable
5: or such, quote unquote, do it'd you probably be some sort of five? Fiverr, do you not remember uh, uh, Premier Plus like uh, back in the early 2000s where you could basically. Um, like buy a package and you can watch any football so if they did if they introduce something like that again I feel like that's more feasible than actually saying 15 pound per game um so how it used to work I mean we always in my household used to get it around uh like Christmas time and for that time it would be like 40 pounds and you get all these premier League games um that you can watch throughout and there's not like oh your team or this team like just football in general, uh, because they've been giving to us for free all these months. Why don't just make a quick package and sell it to us and maybe say commit and someone can commit a hundred pounds for the whole season. I think that would be more feasible than easier to digest. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they've just gone about it the wrong way. And
4: but the problem you have there is you, you're now battling against a big um, uh, media corporation who's getting what. That's the problem. But the
5: media, okay, shalom. But the media is still getting the, their money's worth. Do you know why? Because I still, even though football wasn't on, I was paying BT Sport, I was paying Sky Sports. Yeah. So they're not really affected. It's more of the state, like it, stadiums that have been affected. So I guess it's the teams that did complain to say, yo, we would like some, some sort of money or the Premier League. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think it would have been better off if they packaged it off to say, look, you can buy these games for this much or whatever it is.
4: Right, right. Let me give you another, um, another opinion if yeah. time is willing. Why don't we just um, spend time in developing COVID um, tests that it could be done within ten minutes or twelve minutes? And if we can good do that, and invest money in that, we can now open the stadiums. That means when you turn up to the stadium, you take that test. If you're COVID free, you go watch it.
0: So Shalom, um, I don't know if you lot saw as well, Boots have started something similar and I don't know what the time was, but I'm pretty sure it was under half an hour. Um, unless you got 120 to spare, um, they can give you results back very quickly. But that, that that's a compensation for the government. £120? So. Yeah, £120, pounds, bro.
4: Surely you can subsidize that if all the, co- the 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 clubs come together and say okay, let's subsidize that. Let's make it um what thirty or even free. We we oh. would we, we would just increase your your ticket just to to reflect that. I'm sure people will say okay, that's not a bad deal. We get to watch our team play live in the stadiums. Let's do it.
7: Yeah, I definitely think there's probably there's definitely conversations happening. It's I think in
5: regards to how to. Right? Because what's actually get, happening, other countries actually have fans. Like right now, watching this by Munich. Game, obviously, yeah. they, they've got fat, like literally a stadium. It's silly. Obviously, I don't want to
7: make it a COVID conversation, innit? but I don't see how you could go into work and mix with complete strangers, but you can't go into <laughs> yeah. a stadium where they can clearly. Extend the whole social distancing rules, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. But it don't, it,
0: it yeah. don't make sense, man. Um, but anyways, um, <laughs>
5: Bojo, if you're listening, mate, <laughs> do you. the right
0: thing. <laughs> Our keen listeners, there. um, but yeah, Stephen mentioned obviously people in the offices, um, mixing. Um, one fella who was working late today said he was stuck in traffic but could be doing some evil. <laughs> no, um, raw Ken is in the building, raw. you need to put family. respect on my name, yeah. my G. Right, I picked you especially, Ken. Oh, wow, sorry. Um, uh, just got a banger, but anyways, um, <laughs> Kenner, speaking of evil, I heard there's a certain man in the
8: in your, in your region, Greater Manchester. <laughs> yo, if, if I speak too much, people will say I've got an agenda, man. I can't even speak on this anymore. I hate your voice already. I can't even speak. I hate your <laughs> voice already. Nah, you know what? I'm not going to do too much. But as as my good fella, uh, the bandit says, if you hang around the, the wrong people, yo, you'll get yourself into trouble. And that's what's happened to AWB. So he's been, what is it? Is it, he has a missus and then he's caught cheating with two things? Yo, shout shout, shout him out
7: though. Shout him out. He just had his baby today. Yeah, he had a kid today. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
8: no, 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 like, can, can you step back, bro? no, that like, deeper, in, in normal world to do, have a missus than to cheat on two things. That's, that's quite, you're going into a lot of effort. But in a COVID world, come on, man. Come back. What the hell? Giving black man a bad name. <laughs> you guys really no, no, want to do on this black. reality TV thing, innit? No, 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 right. no, no, no. Just, just, just... It's on black, it's African, yo.
3: <laughs> like um, between uh, like I said it like I said in the group, innit? Like between training, sleep, <clears throat> being with your missus, where you get time for two other girls. Like seriously, man. One of them was well, Jesse well, Lingard's
1: um, ex as well, I think.
3: It's
7: always it's always to up there, man.
3: Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um it, it comes part after like um some impressive uh, performances for um, AWB, um, but what's going on in Manchester, man? Because there, there's there's an academy called the Tony Marshall Academy, and I think they're just producing <laughs> some graduates there, man. As footballers now, come you should really come, have have a bit of common sense, man. Because you're playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world. I get it; we do make mistakes, but these footballers, right and up, I'm not talking about United. Yard. Yeah, they're
6: On Insta Insta buddies in the DMs yeah.
5: And they're just yeah. They're
6: jumping in the whip And they're just You know what I mean Wrecky They're just They're hungry they hungry I think I'd about met- Their
5: outlet before as well As Calvin just said Was like clubs Doing all of these Like fancy things That they can't really do At the moment mm.
7: So I did that. mention though In the chat Obviously I'll just To air it here Not to um, There's no defending That's going to be going on But I do think A lot of it is down To the new age Of social media I think this stuff, I don't think it's new. I think footballers have always been promiscuous. I think it's just a case of now it's just so easy to be aired out or, or to get bagged basically. Like, yeah, you, all you all needs to happen is that like, you could be in a room and someone just needs to send out a tweet and it goes
4: viral.
8: Yo, Whereas so before, you're saying people have been sliding for years, yeah, but now, bro. years, yeah, bro. years, yeah, bro. bro. Look at gigs, and look at gigs.
1: Been doing right. a, there's right. a trend here, there's a trend
5: here.
7: This is
0: <laughs> to
7: <laughs> Bro, when you play for the biggest club in England, it gets. Listen, your head ah, it. they're not—they're not, they're not called the is, Red yeah.
1: Devils for no reason, fam. <laughs>
7: yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, coming out, <laughs> coming alive at the night the time. city right? city as well, fam. we oh, yeah. yeah. I
6: mean, mentioned the Buki Mason Greenwood videos as well. Like when he was about daddy and them ting days. Nah, nah, wow. man, it's definitely Manchester, you know. Wow. Man, it's you something in the
7: I mean, we've all met Kenner, innit? You might need to I mean, cheer. So, yeah, you you might,
0: to <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously, the news goes out. Um, I don't know if United um, put, out, put out anything publicly um, or any, you know, repercussions happened to AWB. Um, we've not seen anything. It kind of got washed away. Um, moving to another player who... Some may say he hasn't done anything wrong, but he's being punished by the club. Um, there are many questions going unanswered. Um, people want answers, especially the fans of this club. <sighs> Probably my favourite player at the club, Mirzi Ozu man. Like, it's sad what's going on right now. Look, let me I- sit up.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? Because our I'm boy Big up. Char, our boy Big Char was very passionate about this. I'm gonna let him kick this one off, man.
7: Talk to us. It just don't make sense, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, the whole do you know do you know what I think I said it to you um I think I said it to some of the boys in the chat the other day. Um, but if it was a case of Arsenal are free flowing, scoring goal after goal after goal, then this conversation would be redundant. No one would care. Like I wouldn't care, like anyone as an Arsenal fan would would even be praising Arteta or the club for their management of the situation. But it's the fact that when I look at Arsenal, the, the thing I screaming at the most is the, the creative aspects of, of their team. I think they've got quite a good platform in terms of their defence. Um, I think I like the midfield, especially with Partey now. I just think that, that it's just that that creativity that... Like that find the ball, um, I think, is what you're missing. So it just makes the whole Özil situation just just completely baffling to me. Obviously, there's been a lot of concepts about what what the reason as to why there's been people saying um, that it's just due to the fact that he's just not the right personnel in terms of Arteta's philosophy, quote unquote. Um, there's other people that are saying that um, due to his his um, comments about um, Arsenal's reaction to um some comments that happened in, in China. Of, um that's the reason why he's been shunned out. Um but but for me it it just doesn't make sense. I don't think Urzul was playing that bad for for any of those reasons to be justified, especially the playing aspects of things. I just think it has to be more than just the playing aspect of of, of A- it has to ab- be
3: absolutely Charlie has and to be it's weird because in the last like past week I've seen like Koscielny and Loren both come out and say that they, they agree with the fact that Ozil's not in the team which I'm, I'm actually just finding them very very baffling like for me right, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna attempt to try and use um, uh, he's not showing enough in training blah 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 this that this that that's fine you, you keep him out of the team there's under no circumstances do you not select him in the actual Premier League squad or the actual Europa squad like, he, he physically cannot play so wh- whatever he does at this point he won't be able to play for the team yeah. it doesn't make any sense like that cannot be footballing reasons. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no excuse you can give me footballing reasons that would keep a professional player, the highest earning player in our history, out of the team. It's it's yeah. a joke, man, honestly. And, yeah, no, tell you, man, you literally just, just yeah, hit, it, hit
7: the nail on the head there. It, if it was a footballing reason, then surely you'd give the footballer a chance to, to redeem himself. But you, you leave him out of squads... Means it isn't a football reason. There's more to it because there's no way you can tell me that someone like O'Nene is showing enough grit and determination to start for Arsenal, even have a have a have a, have a spot in the squad. But Urzu with the quality he has, just because of what, he doesn't do lung-busting runs every so often, doesn't well, it's, 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 that doesn't it's make simple sense?
5: Simple Arteta is not going to come out and blast his bosses about whatever he's been told. So he, it, it will always be his decision. Just like Shalom mentioned a few weeks about Arsenal Wenger and um, obviously uh, his transfer budget, he never came out and blasted the board. He always just took it on the chin. Yeah. So it, it, it has to be like, Arteta has to just come and say, oh, for footballing reasons. Mm-hmm. But as Munya also rightfully said, like, uh, we'll only find out what the true story is
3: years down, yeah, yeah, down the line. As well. for me, yeah. It has to be out of Arteta's hands. I, sorry, Shalom. I feel as if it's definitely coming from above and so I don't know. I guess so. The board or the owners don't look bad. Arteta's having to essentially say exactly. that it's his decision. Yeah. It's not his decision. He's Arteta's a football man through and through. Like, <laughs> exactly. Why would you not want to have Mesut Ozil when you're he team? played with him? Like, come on, man. It doesn't make sense. Oh, he
5: was playing him.
3: Do
7: you not remember he was, when he first yeah. came? I remember he was guessing Ozil. He was literally saying, "Yeah, Ozil." Like one of the quote. Like I remember the quotes that I'm thinking, and even Ozil was playing. So like, but it sure. must have been something that happened, didn't it? It's clearly uh-huh. it's the clearly a is-
4: commercial decision. 100 100 is when if you think about it and if you take the the, the argument has been ran that also doesn't fit the way Arsenal plays or us the type of player is doesn't fit the way football is played right now fair enough I'll take that but the problem is why haven't you put him in your Europa League against these teams exactly. we're playing like I like wouldn't even all, take that uh, I wouldn't. yeah I'm just I'm just I'm, yeah I'm just using I'm just trying to to run that logic to this extent that's, that's you know, what I'm. Just, but
8: would, you, would you not think because because I know with his contract, people say it's why by three hundred and fifty k a week, but in yeah. reality, it's probably what two hundred k basic, and then he gets everything via bonuses. At the minute, I'm guessing so. It could be a financial reason on top of that of where the club's like, okay, realistically, he's not in your long term plans. We cannot afford or let's not waste our money giving him petty minutes here and there and save ourselves five six seven eight million pounds over over the season so that particular
4: that particular reason doesn't work because if you're saving if you're trying to stop him playing by saving money and he's a good player and he wins your games you're earning more money so that does not work that particular logic does not work in my in my head. I mean, but uh, listen, what, uh, but the
6: thing with that though, sorry to cut yeah. you out, is is Meza Erzul going to come in and win you games? I mean, when he was playing under Arteta at the early, at the early stages, people overstating. All no, but no, 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 okay.
7: no, no! It's not the I fact that he will come in. How can it? you
0: say that? Oh, hell, I you, don't know what.
4: To, uh, to answer To answer your, your question, Carvin Yes, he will yeah. come and win us games But the, the problem is That <laughs> The way Mesut plays, and we all accept it, is that Mesut isn't gonna run back. We know yeah, that. Yeah, So need you, to carry you, you just so need someone, and that's why we had Partey, and you know, to exactly. to subsidize to subsidize that part, and that's what Wenger said. Wenger said um, verbatim, you know, Mesut would not not drop back. You need a player a player in in in, in kind of the eight or the six Shalom. that will that will subsidize and that. My point Shalom. is, why do you need to? Why do you need him dropping back when you're no, chasing no, no, the no, game one 0 no.
8: Like, I, Shalom, adding to your point. I,
4: Okay, just just one 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 second. You look at the games we played against, as in Leicester, Unai. Yeah, team, like you know, and need you someone see someone dropping back. Exactly. You need, you need you need someone- see how you see how. Exactly. See that that one touch that Ozil gave, which we, which was definitely needed in in the Leicester like, game. They just okay. gone. so it's well, it's no, a no. it's it's a very it's a very sad situation, and it, it leads me to believe that every, it's just basically political. Is the no, whole I, sure. I think is the whole China situation. Um, he Ozil, Ozil came out and made a statement. Clearly, Arsenal said retract that statement. Ozil said no. Arsenal has now gone to China and just said, look, okay, we're going to distance away ourself away from our player and and that's what's happened clearly there's been a a a breakdown in relationship and basically both both parties have has entrenched their position and the problem here is and the worrying part is that okay if you take that those things away no one has sat down and thought crikey we have poor creative midfielders or, or none at all so at that point, if you were you negotiating with Leon, you should have thought, okay, this should be our highest priority. Let's just no, throw the bag no, at this I, guy together. I
6: get Chigam. what you're saying. I get what, no. I get what others are, others are saying, but like all I'm trying to say is we're going on like this is Mesut Ozil with.
8: 2015
6: no, 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 that, no, 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 let Hold on let me finish, Can I say something yeah, let, let, him finish, land, yeah. let him land So what I'm trying to say is this like Meza Ozil obviously no doubt is a creative footballer And that is something Arsenal are lacking at the moment Without, There's no denying that And he should be in your squads. However I don't believe that Urzel coming in Playing or whatever, or even starting Is the bill on end Is he guaranteed to create things I don't know I can't say that Based off what I saw prior when Arteta first came in wasn't doing that much i think he got a goal and a couple of assists didn't do much
5: can i say can wait let me say my point though beforehand yeah sorry i just had to say it um you said it um correctly uh strides yeah that um he should be in our squad yeah because we have him available to pick yeah we're not saying that he's gonna win us the title or anything like that what we're saying is in a time of need if Arteta our our needs an attacking-minded uh, um, like midfielder. He should be able to just bring Mirza on and see if anything is possible. Right now, our subs are, like, William has to come in and try a cam, or, like, we bring in Willock. Like, come on. It's like, just an option, isn't it? it. Like, that's, like, is
3: that's, is that's it. it. We that, don't that. have one naturalised cam in the team. Like, no, we don't. We're looking... Arsenal in the last... I've been saying it since the West Ham game, and I, I've been pissed off about it for a good six weeks now. Like, we don't... Ha- when it, when the ball gets to the final <laughs> third, we cannot pick a pass. And for no. me, I've been looking at Arsenal's performances the last six weeks. Wins, wins, draws, losses. The attack is anemic. It's completely anemic. And we we don't even need 2016 Ozil. We don't even need Real Madrid Ozil. Just an option, you, Joe. The, the Olympics, you just need a, any option to plug in there. Ozil, half the version of himself, would have a bigger impact currently than the current team that we're putting out. It exactly. makes no sense. It I mean, exactly now, no our our other team option
4: team. in terms of a natural creative midfielder is a millsmith Smith role. If you look at the team, and <laughs> like, that, look, that, look, that look, that's look, how sad it is. Like, look at
7: the look look way that. that we we use matter.
6: Like, yeah,
0: like, yeah, you see
6: I can see look, that. I agree with what you're saying. Ozil should be in the squad. Obviously, even but I do believe as well that the way Arteta sets the team out formation. Yeah, like I was that, gonna say this. I don't think it really allows Mesut Ozil to play. It, it, like, yeah. if he wants to persist with the free at the back, I know you played four against um, Leicester, but predominantly playing free at the back, where does Ozil get in? He doesn't. And, and this he is doesn't. the thing because you know if, I mean? you, if you
1: think about it from just football perspective, like and the way Arteta plays, like where you, you're almost accommodating or changing your system to accommodate Ozil and you don't want and I, I, I think Arteta's almost too stubborn to to change his system to accommodate a player that hasn't number 1 hasn't even played much football and it looks like they're trying to get rid of so why why I get would this he, why would you change I get,
7: that? I get I get this but my only response to that yeah is if you want to be that stubborn you ain't going to win nothing I'm telling you for for, for free because crazy, how can guys. how can I'm you t- how how can, how can you tell me yeah oh. that what because of the way you want to the one way you want to play a player like Özil, if you're losing in one 0 or you're drawing one nil or can't come on, you can't find a way to get him to play. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Like you try and tell me all the best managers in the world, there's always different options. Like even when Pep at Man City, when when um when um Sane or Sterling weren't playing well, he would bring on another player. Like uh, uh, like uh, fam, a, Liverpool, you know what I like, mean? Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool front, like, yeah, an and in,
1: impact option my, as
7: an impact concern. option yeah, maybe. And like, that's then. the only reason why I think that like, they should have him just just, mm. just, for the option to have it there not necessarily to come and play 30 games in a season yeah. or like Premier yeah. League games but bro watch Arsenal with your eyes Anyone with eyes or a sense of football knowledge knows what they're struggling with. Let a man come on 16 minutes, to, uh, 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, and, and and play balls. If he doesn't do that, then you're justified. But bro, the, the they haven't got any other options. That's it's my very, point. It's uh, very
4: sad. Man. Sorry, guys, but our, our most created player is bloody Davi Louise. I it's crazy. That, that I, I does not like, make I sense. Like, I like <laughs> Miles was
6: supposed <laughs> to kind of be that.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Link.
6: Maybe, I, thought, that's I don't tutu, know why <laughs>
3: people uh, have the idea that. He was gonna be that guy because that's not Sabayos' game. Like we saw we, we watched the Leicester game. So Sabayos gets about. He's on the yeah. floor. but you can if break he can, the lines, man. He can, but clearly I think because clearly, he's Spanish, everyone Alcesto thinks he's not asked him to play that position. For me, I personally don't feel as if that is. That's what I mean. To do you think it's an Arteta? I don't think it's, it's, it's his biggest strength
6: personally? Do you think it's an Arteta thing or do you think it's a it's a personnel
4: thing? It's a personnel thing because the thing is, mm. if someone said like you guys just said he, he can't change his formation, lies he can. He plays when Arteta plays. It is the the back three sometimes moves to a four to a three. So clearly, just flexibility there. So yes, he can. He can change his formation, it's a okay. personal thing.
7: Look at the, look at the not, positions that um, okay, Saka, look. Saka picks up. Yeah. I've yeah. seen Ozil there times after time after time after time. There is ways to to definitely to integrate Ozil, and yeah. in I just think put, run, you're, you're right,
0: right there, um, Tree. And as we're already knocking on the door, let's move into the games. And um, I think one of the boys mentioned, um, Ozil might not give us a whole season, might not, I think Calvin might not be a match winner. But he will give us the chances. And well, on Sunday night there was a party at the Emirates, but it wasn't the party Arsenal fans were looking forward to. It was the Jamie Vardy party. And um Arsenal fell short. Um so one of the Arsenal lads, who, who watched the game? I did, but I'm happy to go for it. Or does one of you like
3: want to go for it? <coughs> oh <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, why not, man? Why not? Obviously. Um, run it, run it, Toast. Obviously, we lost the game very, very disappointingly. Like for me, the thing that was the most frustrating from watching the game was just the the predictability of it. Like I've said for weeks now that we're really struggling to kind of have sustainable attacks, sustainable patterns of play, which lead to attacks when you're at home and you dominate the ball. I want to be seeing crosses in the box every five minutes. I want to see pot shots. I want to see one-twos. I want to see us attacking the goal. Leicester started the game with Harvey Barnes up front, for goodness sake. like Leicester came into that game saying, you know what? If we can actually get Arsenal in a position in the last 20 minutes where we can get Jamie Vardy on and trap them, we'll go on and win this game. Everybody was like, you know what? Yeah, Um, uh, Rodgers, he had a masterclass. I personally, I could see it coming. As the game developed, 50, 60 minutes, I could see what's going to happen here is Leicester are going to put one through ball in that Arsenal have not been able to produce for 90 minutes and win the game. And that's exactly what happened. Tielemans puts a great ball in behind. Ola. Puts a great ball in behind Partey. I mean, man, Arteta is killing me. And I'm backing 100% <laughs> but he's killing me. Like, Shaka cannot even play
1: DM. <laughs> that so Xhaka.
3: <laughs> absolutely no sense. That Jacko For me... So what was it, yeah? What, like, what like, was it? It, it? it almost looked as if it was a, a back five. I mean, it, it almost looked like a back five, but it looked like Shaka was playing left-centre-back. You had Gabriel and you had Mustafi. Mm. I mean, man... I, I'm I'm Mustafi! I've, I've spent I'm 30 Mustafi. episodes talking about Mustafi, so that there's no point. Like, for me, my, my biggest issue with Mustafi and Shaka is, like, they can't make mistakes if they're not in the team. Like Mustafi should not even be in North London. Shaka should not even be in the A-team. So to have those players constantly lose their man, Make mis- mental mental errors, make mistakes.
7: I'm
3: not gonna lie. So, no, to so, 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 so I'm not getting that. offered new
7: contracts and that. Like,
3: can you imagine somebody at Arsenal Football Club who thought, you know what, after everything that we've seen from Mustafi the last since 2016, that he's worthy of a fucking new contract. <laughs> absolute disgrace, man. <laughs> no, you
8: don't uh, uh, that
3: I, I think me. I think
4: the whole contract situation was so um they can get money f- um, from Mustafi that's my understanding. Now, I don't think our club
3: st- in Europe wanted the man. I know. Everything you need to know. I
4: know. But but still, I think it's also tactical because, it is, as you can see, most most players nowadays are just running down their contract in order to leave because yeah. that, that price tag.
8: Staffy's that was, bad. I'd yeah, buy him out. I'd buy sure, his whole contract out. Sure <laughs> out do, you <laughs> do you not think that your board has looked at United and United has stood now with Phil Jones in the same predicament? Who wants Phil Jones? It's the same concept. Of who who wants
7: Mistaffi. A man said. A man said. Phil Jones only. Like, what, You think they just looked at? Oh, you know, look, look at United. No, no, no. no, Phil no. Jones. It's the same. No, but at the same time. It bro, the same time Arsenal. Arsenal, no, Arsenal no, no, it's are,
8: the same
1: concept. Arsenal are offering Mustafi a new contract. Yeah, He's we aren't
7: offering. Phil, that's completely. No no no, 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 You must not really be.
0: Ken, I'll let you land, but Pete. For that one, come yeah. on. You know that's just to try to get some
1: money out of it. Understandably, um, but I, I don't think that we're going to be, be offering Phil Jones a new ch- contract. No, me, of it, you offered him, did you? You
5: did, you did offer him. What?
1: Phil Jones.
5: Yeah, i seen it like two three weeks ago or so. What? A United fan even sent it. Yes, a United fan even sent it saying Phil Jones has been offered a contract by United. No, he was offered a testimonial. No, These man,
1: he's, already, he's, already, he's already got like two, three years on his contract already. Why would we offer him more? Why one? That's know. what I'm talking
8: know. about of like two years ago when he signed his new contract. This is the same, I think the same um, predicament Arsenal are in of where, oh, Rads. let's give him a new contract so we can sell him. But you <laughs> man are stuck with Joe. Man, no one tried to buy him this summer. No to buy this summer. In
3: that reasoning. No, no one wanted him this summer. So we're taking on more liability by giving him more of a guy. It, it makes no sense.
1: The guy is but, on six figures, man. This is the Arsenal.
3: Get is, rid, John.
8: Man. Get rid.
1: man. I haven't nah, seen nah, that nah. report, um, tos, though, by tos,
8: the way. Toast, do you know what made me laugh about the game of where, straight away, I think after 10 minutes, I went, yo, Arsenal playing five at the back with Jack <laughs> left center um, half, And then Mitch goes, oh, no, nah, no, nah, he's dropping in. Wait, wait. Ago, I,
1: man, watched
2: progress.
8: Progress. I watched because listen, two weeks ago, the game progress. I game progress and I kept watching. He was kind of yeah, in a hybrid position. And I thought, does Arteta think Jaka is Beckenbauer incarnate or what? I couldn't believe. Did you hear point. what
7: Brendan Rodgers said about that though? Because apparently, I read his comments after the game, and they made it a point to press to press, to to press tracker tracker. yeah, at that point, point. Yeah. <laughs> and it fell into literally. Fell, uh, to, to be fair, to what Toad said, I think is right. Obviously, watching the game, I don't think Leicester were that good. I generally don't think they were that Leicester good. I think it's like just it, was, it was just a very a passive game. game. Yeah, they and another
4: a a, and another thing I've noticed uh, that was actually highlighted, which is very bizarre, is that. Arsenal players weren't passing to party. So Jacka oh, had Jacka, the Arsenal players, they weren't players, passing to weren't passed into party. So Jacka had more of the ball than party. How does that make sense?
3: You know, you know so, another thing that pissed me off about the game. Sorry sorry, Shalom. I'm just I just need to yeah. get it all out. Like I actually kind of <laughs> felt as, I actually kind of felt as if Arsenal played a little bit arrogantly. Like obviously Barnes was up top. They were just kind of thinking, uh, yeah, we're a better team now. We're a, a slightly better defensive team now. There's nothing less in, they can do in this game to win. Like, at no point in the game that I, that I feel as if we, Arsenal ever stepped on Leicester's next. When Leicester no. scored, the game could have gone on for another 30, 40 minutes. We wouldn't have scored. We no. Have scored. We can I ask the fans a question? Yeah. It, doing Go
4: ahead, Carvin. Go ahead.
6: What, what are we saying about Arteta? And I'm not even trying to run an agenda or nothing like that because for me personally, um, as a neutral, the only game you've looked convincing this season is Fulham, the first game of the season. Mm. It's great past He's 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 It's great against past the newly promoted side. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is your, what are your actual right. thoughts on them? You know,
4: you know what, Carvin? I'll tell you this. Listen, Arteta brought trophies. You want to argue that? That's for you. Um, no, no. Secondly, I, no, he, no, 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 no. I think Arteta. season? Okay, that's fine. What I think we need to, as all, as Arsenal and Arsenal fans, we need to we need to be looking at is that partnership between Aubameyang and and um, Lacazette I don't think it works I think the smarter option is to sell Lacazette and bring a bring a player like Zaha into Arsenal I think that will put yeah. Aubameyang up top in the middle Zaha to the left we have Pepe to the right that's another conversation to be had later but I think that that would be that would be a more balanced team and I and I and I emphasize the word balance I think what our, the problem with Arteta he's having here is that he's trying to find a team that works and it's going to he has to do it he has to do it quickly because if he doesn't do it quickly then there's going to be an issue as for Arteta I think most people here right here now are giving him the benefit of the doubt until such a time comes where you start thinking okay you're you're not doing well you have to go
7: Three hey, so, games, no win. People are going to be like, "Yo, what's the like saying?" Of course, of course, you're 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 you
4: manager of a top six club. You mm-hmm. are gonna, you are gonna. There's gonna be pressure to it, massive pressure. Yeah. So, what my,
7: go what ahead. My thing is just sorry, just just to touch on. I think um, I'm I'm struggling to think of like times in the past examples of the past where like a a world class player in a team not full of world class players. Um, is being moved around to, to accommodate yeah. other people that yeah. aren't world class. It's just yeah. it, it's bad that I understand. I understand the whole balance and and trying to accommodate. But like to me, football can can be quite simple. You literally, if even if you have to do a four five one and put Aubameyang up front and then whoever you can to support him, then you just do so. I think he's he's such he's at such a different level to I think everyone that you have at your club. Um, I think it, it's just baffling to me that like one one game he's he's playing on the left and on the right, then yeah, he's but... playing like it, it it doesn't make sense. Well, it's it's, it's almost like, like playing cause they, Kane
6: because they won um, the FA Cup playing like that. yeah. It's like it's
7: playing like that.
4: it's okay. Yeah. So so basically, our Tetris strategy point made is the, the the way we play is good for winning, say cups or like a one off or two off yeah, games. games. Well, in terms in terms, games, in terms kind of thirty eight games which is, which is over over now, the
3: big games now. Exactly. Yeah. Over,
4: uh, over 38 year games is uh, yeah, it's so, going to be very so, difficult.
0: Sorry to interrupt there. I think that's what I know. Stephen, you the, the past you said oh, I was Arsenal Cup team. I don't think we have a strong league s- squad. Um, and just what Shalom said there, I think huh, I know Tosin's going to disagree. I mean, Lacazette, I know he's got three goals this season. Um, but <laughs> it, it, it's time
1: for him to go in it. Call him because... by his real name, Job. No, nah, nah, <laughs> like, I can't do that like, on the I,
0: airways,
3: Pete. I don't know what you're talking about, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, nah, no, I, I just I feel,
3: feel like, you. like I, I mean, just, I back, I back. Like I said, obviously, because I want the best for him. But I mean, a blind man can see that he has regressed
4: he, significantly.
3: He has. Sig- uh, significantly, I mean, like, man, right now he's just running around doing nothing, man. And it's, man, for me. Artester needs to take some, some responsibility for that because it's, it's one thing to call out um, Yang, Let's get Aubameyang through the middle, but Lacazette is not playing well. He's not If, playing if you're right going to not all playing, all no if you're gonna
1: commit to playing Yang out on the left, bring on Nketiah. At least he presses the ball, man. Like, like, yeah, exactly. that's what I said.
7: That's what I've always been saying. I think you look but better no, when you think yeah. well, of it's,
4: it's, it's funny Eddie you should say that. As well. that's, it's, it's good, but it's funny you said say that, Tosin, because Lacazette kept on committing a lot of fouls, and that shows that he was off the pace because he was getting there very late. Hardness. So Very late? So, oh, my God. Very late. So, clearly, there's something going on with Lacazette. Gazette that needs to be addressed very, very soon. But the problem with Eddie and Ketia is that he might put himself around, but is he bringing don't goals? So, so it, essentially, uh, so Teta yeah. has, has, a, has an issue right here, he needs to develop Eddie and develop him quick, definitely. But, that's but, but the, pro- but the problem, people. but the problem is, um, um, Yang should start. In the middle. Eddie can't play out, out wide to the left. He can't play that. So now you have an issue. So You'll be interested when
7: our Mar- Martinelli gets fit, though.
4: And that's even a problem because when you, when you come back from like a high, like an injury such as his, he'll be very, yeah. very, very worried, to you know, to go for, for tackle. So it's, as an Arsenal fan, you sat here thinking, all right, you just have to hope for the best. But it's, it's worrying times, to be honest. But, yeah, let's just hope for the best and see how it turns out.
0: Exactly. And I think that's what we can do at the moment, Shalom. We're in a we're in a very, very interesting phase. Um, I don't know if you want to make excuses since Arsenal went left. We knew Emory was a long term. We expect Arteta to be long term, and maybe this is his first blip, so it would be good to see how he reacts. And um Arsenal have a good chance to react. Um, as on Thursday they will be at home to um Dunkirk.
4: Oh. Duncok.
0: Some um, Irish team, um, which <laughs> should really be um, three points for Arsenal. So, you know. All I um, care these, about is Sunday. The, the, these are the type <laughs> of games that um, the players can just bounce back from, get some goals, build in some confidence. Um, so maybe it's come at the right time before they play United. Um, so we're going to now move over to um, United and Chelsea. They. Um, clash heads on the weekend. We thought it was going to be a feisty game, but um, Jake,
2: what did you what did you sum it up as? Uh, that was two teams that went not to lose. Yeah. They just it was it was one of the worst games I've watched in a good while. Like ever since Lamps has come in, he's guaranteed goals. Don't get me wrong; they've not always been for Chelsea, but he's guaranteed goals. This last week with Sevilla and United, he has embraced Mourinho. Because I think I read it up. These were the two worst games since Lampard's taken over in terms of expected goals for us. So mm. it was just, it's, it's just boring, boring football. There was nothing to it. Like, so we set up in a back five with two DMs. We were just looking to stifle. We didn't even really fret on the counter. United as well, they went just not to lose the game. They were setting up to be solid. I think it's it was sim. Well, you could tell both teams had a struggling defence because you had two managers that thought, I need to protect my guys. I need to make sure I don't lose this game. Let's be solid. The only time it looked like it'd get remotely interesting is when United, and credit to Ole, actually thought, right, you know, what? I want to go win this game. And he brought on Pogba and Cavani. But yeah, from Chelsea' point of view, it was... Don't get me wrong, it's nice to see us get a clean sheet, but to offer nothing in attack is just... Yeah, I'm, I, I wasn't excited by the game at all. I think it was very nonplussed about it.
5: So what's going on with him then, Jake? He's still Lampard in
2: and... Um, yeah, man, I'm Lampard in. It's mm. just... I can see why he's done it. I get the logic behind it. But Lampard <laughs> is very much searching for balance in this team. Like, he yeah. still can't use Kante in the way that Kante needs to be used. Like We all know Kante is a seek and destroy midfielder, right? Go get the ball. That's his yeah. job. And he's the world's best at it. I still do that. I still agree with that. But he hasn't done that for us since Conte left. Sari used him as like a box to box midfielder, trying to attack the box didn't work. Lampard last year, I mean, he was injured a lot. So he never got any rhythm. And then this year, he's used him in that double pivot with Jorginho. But he's just he's just not looking right whatsoever. Like he's not progressing the ball. Jorginho's doing all our pro- ball progression, getting it from defense to attack. Yes, he's got the most interceptions in the league, but he's he's not a big impact player anymore. I think he floats a lot. So I think Lampard is trying to gel this squad without a preseason. He's trying to get the two units together with defense to attack, and he's just he is struggling at the minute. You can see it. Like, we've won three out of our first nine games. No matter how much I love Frank Lampard, that is not going to keep you in the Chelsea job.
0: yep. Very it. strong words from you, YZ. Jeez. And I'm a he realist, man. Like, I, I love
2: Frank Lampard until the day I die. That man captain, does for our Champions League. Like, ever since I've been a football fan. I mean, he's our greatest ever player in my view. But as a manager, like, we all know Chelsea loves to sack a manager. It's an absolute fact. And if you're not performing, you're not going to get any second chances, no matter your club reputation beforehand. Like, you think of Di Matteo, won the Champions League two months later or three months later, he was out of a job. That was so
4: no. funny. <laughs> I, was so I, remember, I remember it in the final. He was to a, a bramble. I want it. I want, I want it,
2: it. I want, I want, it. It. I want yeah, it. Two yeah. months
4: later, gone. <laughs> yeah, I
2: remember that, man. That exactly. was so exactly. He, and he had a similar thing where he, like, in the summer, that's when we spent a load of money. Like, we bought Hazard. We bought, I think, we bought Oscar as well. It's really that Shola yeah. <laughs> came in as well. No, no, Shola came with
5: Mourinho, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, But it is so for me. I understood why. And we did look more solid. Like, United, if they had won, I could not complain. Like, they did have a couple of chances, but I don't mean to disrespect United this way, but I don't think they were overly creative. It was more chances that either came from our mistakes. So, the rush of one on one was because Jorginho and Thiago Silva couldn't sort themselves out. And then Mendy pulled off a couple of good saves, but it wasn't ever like a clean through ball or nice build up play, which. Again, I'm not disrespecting United for that. It was just a case of we we aimed to break them down. We did. It's when we broke down that United had their chances.
0: Yeah. So let's hear it then from the <laughs> from the United fans. Um, Char, um, yo, talk to me, bro.
7: Um, yeah, no, I um I I completely agree with Drake. It was a very much a snooze fest. Um, it wasn't. Uh, a vintage United performance I think I saw Oli come out and say that um and I I probably agree um I think they're the kind of games that if we had um Stratford end um there in terms of the fans that'd probably be like a 1-0 in terms of like a last minute goal or like a, a yeah a goal that we we would just sort of snatch the game but I think um, without, obviously without the crowd it was uh the game just sort of petered out um yeah, as I, there, was, there wasn't sort of an abundance of chances. I think if you has probably split um, the game in two halves, I reckon we probably would have more likely gone on to win it as opposed to Chelsea. But I definitely think the result is better for Chelsea than it is for United. But what I would say is if you told me off the back of the 6-1 that we'd win two games and draw in a week, I probably would have cashed out. Not to say where we would have got that. Um, So yeah, it was one of those games Probably the the lesser the better Um, But yeah, we sort of just Got a building there, it was the first clean sheet we've had in the Premier League I think Um, So uh, yeah, it was just important To basically not lose Not to concede too many chances, not to concede too many goals Um, It is interesting to see That um, Ole's gone back to What served us quite well at one point In the season, with um, um, Fred and McTominay Sort of basically sitting in front of Maguire and and, and Lindelof and you realise that even with a lot the pace that Chelsea had up front, um, we weren't getting caught on transition. Um, because Fred and McTominay were literally winning every second ball. Um it was literally just a battle of McTominay, uh, Fred and Kante and um, Jorginho trying to win the second ball. Um so a lot of a lot of the football sort of broke broke down in, in that part of the game. Um but yeah other than that, yeah, it was just you sort of we sort of just move really.
0: Um, I mean, I'm not here to trigger people or you know, start. So See, how to trigger
1: them, people? I good. know what you're gonna say about that. <laughs> I, but... I just
0: feel like we, no, it's like we just can't seem to go without mentioning one guy every time we mention United. And I, as a defender, I just want to know what kind of defending <laughs> was that from Maguire? I mean, That's what um, it
7: was. I mean, I <laughs> mean, have you seen the picture he posted today, though? <laughs> he posted a picture of basically the picture of I think it was Jorginho actually I think it was Jorginho that was holding him yeah. um, it oh, was happening God. throughout yeah. the game and let's not be like it was happening don't get me wrong that still moment is probably the worst out of the, the pictures or the, the images I've seen um, but it was yeah it was a very scrappy game and it wasn't I, I think that was peak in terms of how we are but it was happening the other way around yeah. too
0: Charlie, you're saying it's happening in front of the game. Then it's a foul, regardless. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Land, it's facts. a foul. Facts.
7: So facts. Yeah. yeah, facts, yeah. But well, it's so almost like no, you, have to, get, you, you have to either give all of them a good name. Exactly. that,
2: though. And, it, right, Harry Maguire doing it to, as Pellicuay, he has no reason to do that. Like, Harry Maguire has, what, a four-inch advantage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got yeah. a massive head. That the ball just gravitates to. <laughs> like he should be winning that without having to do that. To do that. He doesn't the player defender. As a defender, that's why. Yeah, yeah it's a fact, that? facts. Facts. Do you know me? what yeah. though?
6: Like t- touch on the attacking, like or the lack of attacking impetus on the game. I think it's it's so poor that like, two of the biggest sides in the league are like, just going. I understand it's going to be a cagey game and they've been defensively poor, but it's just a like but for me, yeah. for me so I think from a United, from attacking... a United perspective,
1: I, I can only speak on on, on United's half. I think for us, it's, it's almost like a one once bitten, twice shy thing. Like in the Premier League, obviously we got bit, uh, we got <clears> battered <throat> by um, yeah. uh, Tottenham at home, and I you think the, to be attacking. The, Yeah, the the objective was was to to not allow for for that sort of thing to happen again, um, back back to back at home. I think having Scott, uh, Scott Matomine and, and Fred in the middle kind of showed showed our intentions uh, very early on. Press. I mean, er- er- can- Ole Ol- Ol- could have very, very easily said, OK, on the back of that fantastic PSG win, let's play the same team again and, and um, um, expect a, a similar result. But we all know that the Premier League is a completely different competition and, um, you know, the, the result that we had at home against Tottenham was was a, a sh- shocking and embarrassing. So I think that that no, number one thing on Ole's list was to prevent that kind of thing from happening again and protect our back four. Uh, hence why he went he went for. So
7: are you happy with that?
1: No, but yeah, that's point. what i was about to not touch on. Not at all. It's yeah.
7: mad because I'm thinking we actually spent 80 mil on a player that we have to protect. I just think it's. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a conversation for another day. It, that I'm thinking about. And what
1: about but...
6: 80 mil on the bench as well? Can't yeah. get looking. yeah
1: let's talk about that actually because there's oh, yeah. there's obviously like if i talk over. on a big <laughs> Ole, Ole's obviously been um saying in the press conferences that like he he regrets the decision of throwing popper back into the fray like straight after you know he's uh, his, his um spell spell out of uh, out on the sidelines with covid um, and that was, you know, contributing to, or, or suggesting that that was contributing to his poor performances when he came back. Hence why he's now taking the approach to, to ease him back in and get himself back up to full foot fitness. Um, um, hence why we've not seen him start the last uh, three games. For me, I, I understand what Earl is trying to do. And he's trying to take the pressure off him and take the emphasis and, you know, take the agenda out of it. Because we know how the media like to act. But at the same time, as you've already said, Calvin, 80 million. You know our most expensive player, our best player, has yeah. has 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 now been sitting on the bench. Um, has been now been coming off the bench for our past three games, uh, and our most important game of the season to date against PSG, um, he was on the bench for that too. However, if you actually look at Pogba's performances coming off the bench, he's he's actually done some really good productive stuff. Like for the PSG game, I think. Um, he he came. On, he came on the the sixty fifth minute. He he assisted the Rashford goal, but he was also he also finished the game with the most chances created. Like and he and he's had half the time to do it. In. So less than half the time to do it. In so I think I'm kind of gonna hold off on the you know the Pogba gender wise. He's not playing. Oh, we're we ready to we're getting ready to let him go, um, because there's plenty of football to play. Um, and I, I think that you know once. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe after Christmas, we'll see Pop um, yeah. start in the side more. Um, but for now, um, I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold off on the on the agenda that we're we're looking to ship him out. Or there's been a, another r- yeah. uh, rift in the dressing room, or whatever. I th- uh, yeah, just, yeah, that's fair
7: just yeah, just touch. Yeah, just uh, echo that probably. I think I'm giving it to when almost all the um, all the sort of yeah all the competitions sort of at full throttle. So obviously when FA Cup starts, when Champions League starts, because then I think that's when you realise what the, Like, Because I think a lot of the big teams, like Liverpool's, the, the, the teams of a squad, you'll start seeing the A's and the B's teams as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You'll start seeing the, the important games, like obviously the Premier League, Champions League, playing with obviously the strongest lineups. ups and then obviously the FA Cups, the Carlin Cups, if we're still in it, um, you're going to see a lot more of f- more fringe players playing. Now, if Pogba isn't starting because right now we're still in a period where people are still catching up with fitness, even though I don't think it's much of an excuse anymore. Um, However, it's, we're moving past this period of time and we're going into sort of nitty gritty. Obviously Christmas is um, December's in two months time. Uh, It's, 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 yeah, it's almost like public excuses are running out. Um, And I think, all excuses in in trying to get him build his fitness is are running out too. So is it going to come a point where it's look? Because either we find a way to which player our best players, which obviously that includes yeah. Pogba, um, and make it work, or if we are, we'll get results without Pogba, and every single time we we bring Pogba in, we're not getting the results, and then when we bring Fred and Tomney and we are getting results, then a decision has to be made. Um, and I think that's probably, I think that's probably at the back of the club's mind low-key in terms of they almost want to see how this season pans out if it goes of course across that we, we can't play without Pogba or Pogba is our most productive midfielder then obviously I think we'll offer him a, a brand new amazing contract but I think we haven't I don't think we've done loads in terms of getting him signed because of the whole concept of how we're, how we're going to make it work with him But yes, it will be interesting to see. To be fair, but what I want to touch on a bit more is, don't get me wrong. I understand that this season, especially your squad is going to be so important, and I think um, everyone is is definitely jumping on the whole bandwagon about sort of um, Donny van de Beek in terms of him not starting. Mm -hmm. But I think I do honestly believe it's just created a headache that didn't need to be there. Even though I like him and I think he's done well and he probably will have a good career at United. If there's if you anyone if anyone at one point yeah could say if there's one position that Man United are setting is that center mid like that center mid position now just to, I feel like even though it is a good option to have it is a headache but now has it, it, it's it's just another thing to basically create a problem for United and I think that's what I'm realizing I feel like every single time I open. Like an app up on my phone is oh, Van der Beek is not playing. Someone's mentioning talking about Van der Beek not playing. And I just don't see why it was needed. Um So not to say the, that he was the signing. Yeah, yeah. I just don't see. I feel like the signing, even though it was a good signing, it wasn't a a needed signing. It's almost added another layer of criticism that can come our way when we could have just focused on on other areas. Um, but that's just my opinion, really.
1: Yeah, um, for me, I think I've already expressed my my thoughts on for v- van der beek as a player i think he's is quality player and in uh, from an attacking uh, perspective especially he he offers he offers a a, a different dynamic in terms of uh, you know late runs uh, playing uh, uh, you know intricate football with the the forward players and um you know he he does add that dynamic and he he obviously could could get a, a number of goals also but i i still think that for me he was brought in as um, a, a player that can bolster the, the squad overall, not necessarily as a starter. And I think the conversations that Ole has had around him have kind of suggested that as well. He himself he himself has, you know, was under no illusion. He's, he's 23 years of old, by the way. I think he himself coming to the club, I don't think he was under any illusion that he was going to come in and be uh, a star boy or uh, um, first name on the team sheet every week. Like he realizes that there, there there's work to be done in terms of get gaining trust from the manager and and getting into to a position where you know he'll he'll earn more game time rather than expect more game t- game time. So for for me, I think I'm I'm happy to say that as quality as he is. He he's he's been brought in to improve our squad and give us a different option. Yeah. Not necessarily be a, a firm starter every week. Um but that, I'm that's willing to be mind. I'm willing to be um
7: yeah, proven proven wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to like I'm I will happily sit here in three to four months not, not shameful at all and think, yeah, Van the Baker's playing every game and he's bagging, he's assisting, he's doing this. But then I'm then I'm thinking that that's probably gonna be minus Another one of our our, our big midfielders. Because right now, even if you move away, sort of McTominay and Fred, we've still got the the conversation about Pogba, Pogba, um, Bruno, and, and then obviously Van der Beek. That in itself is, it, 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 to me, it's a it's a it's a good headache to have when it's going well. But obviously, as we've seen, when the results I've been all the, the the performances haven't been as good, it's almost going to be like, oh, why are you not playing him? Why are you not playing them? And I think that's. That's what I'm probably trying to get at.
4: Mm. My so question would, is like um would would Ferg what would Fergie do in this situation? Mm-hmm.
7: Fergie would win in the league, isn't it? So like don't want yeah, to question
4: no, it. No, I'm saying would Fergie play start with Van der B, seeing as you guys bought him for that amount of money and obviously he's a good player, it's so a quality player. Would he would he start? van der Beek so that's my Fer- question
1: Fer- Fergie would do if he was if he was still in charge Fergie would yeah. do uh ball up to Van Persie or bust that's what he would do <laughs> but, if it was his final season but, <laughs> but with this
4: with this current team because we know Fergie has won the leagues with with, with worst teams so mm-hmm. with this current team would Fergie start I van think der Beek? He would.
1: I think he would see I,
5: w- I think he would see him he would trust him as an impact player coming
1: yeah. off the bench. that's mm-hmm. what I think
5: Hey, but uh, Prez, I feel like the, the agenda arises when we look at it that your best player Paul Pogba hasn't played in three or started in three games. Mm-hmm. And in those three games, we would have expected Donny to come and step up. And, you know, as, as you said, to be that guy that fills in when either, um, what's his name, Pogba or uh, Bruno are not, not available. Instead, yeah, but, it's uh, now been McTominay yeah. and Fred that have come in. Obviously for systematic reasons, but Mm -hmm. for him it becomes frustrating as well, do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. but I mean, you you have to understand
1: that Do- Van der Beek is a completely different player from the Pogba and the Bruno. Like right. he, like us, like I said to you, he he offers a completely different dynamic to those players. Um, yeah. He he makes the late runs. He he likes to play the the one twos. He arrives in the the right channels and plays the the little cute through balls. He's that kind of player. Whereas your 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 Bruno your Brunos and your Pogbas, they have a, a, a range of passes in them. They have the you know they have also have the the eye for goal. Um, but I, I feel like, for me, having those three players on the pitch at the same time, I, I don't know how it would personally work. Um, with, that's with um, Van der Beek, Pogba and, and
5: Bruno. Yeah, um, yeah, of course. But, no, but, no one's defensive there. But I exactly. mean, since, since Pogba hasn't been, mm-hmm. obviously, we would have expected that naturally uh, we can see Van der Beek start and see, you know, where he could potentially fit in. If need if need be, but that hasn't happened as well. Is the
1: point. I'm 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 prepared to I'm prepared to be patient with Beek, but yeah. Pogba Pogba wise, I think we can we've already we've already well I already touched on earlier that Pogba has shown on on the appearances that he has had, you know, given they've not been starts that he's influenced the game and and yeah. we've got two out of three wins because of his influence. So okay. it's not like Pogba's not contributing. Um, he's just not starting at the moment, but I guess the main headline will always be our uh, Pogba's not starting. But you can see, you can see that he is he is managing to influence the game, albeit in a more forward position than he probably would be if he started. But he he he's showing that he's he's still more than capable of of, of doing a job. So I think that it's just a case of is a,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, a matter of yeah he is a matter of when, not if, in terms of um Pogba getting back into the side full time for me. But mm. I could be wrong.
0: So, United, you man have an interesting game coming up in the Champions League. Um, they're playing RB Leitzberg. Um, let me hear your predictions for that one, lads. Mm, uh,
1: I'm gonna let me go 2 1 again. I'm gonna go 2 1 uh, United.
7: Yeah, I'll probably echo that 2 1
1: United.
7: Yeah? yeah, Martial first goal of the season.
3: We move.
1: Come on. Jeez. Oh, he's back, um, is he? Don't let toast, don't let toast oh, hear that.
3: <laughs> we do not hold my breath personally, man. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and why is he?
0: I forgot about you, bro. Um, I- I'm gonna try to pronounce who you man are playing.
2: Krasnodar, mate. Krasnodar,
0: that's the one. Um, early kickoff there. Will you be back from work?
2: Oh, well, I work from home, mate. So I'll be, I'll make the long <laughs> commute from my office to my bedroom. <laughs> um but no we we should be absolutely smashing them let's be fair like when you can't even pronounce these locomo what is it that Drew says locomotive polytechnics like <laughs> this should be at least three goals clean sheet like I'm um, we need to have a bit of rotation like, I don't want to see Havertz or Werner starting like because we're playing them so much you want to get that bit of rotation so they're not burning out but yeah, th- this shouldn't be a problem whatsoever. Like, let's abandon the sol- solidity for this game because there's no Thiago Silva hasn't travelled either, so we're not gonna do that well defensively. So we might as well just go all out of attack and see if we can outscore him.
0: Well, and score line?
2: Oh, uh, I'll go four-one.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, so we're gonna head over the Merseyside Red Mandom, um, Kenner. Your boy Drew's not about. You have to hold the fort.
8: To be honest, it was, it was quite a. First of all, actually, when the lineup came out, you see me how happy I was of where basically, of all our fit players, that was our best lineup. Everyone was fitting in in a 4 2 3 1. I've been begging to see this for, for a while of where we can get our four attacking players Omane, so Salah Firmino, and uh, Diogo Hota in one team. In the end, of where, as the game progressed, and especially how we started, it looked like a, a side learning how to play in that formation, which I'm more than fine with, of where I can see Klopp see, kind of understands that teams will come in with a low block and he kind of understands of what I've been saying for a while, that Liverpool have become quite predictable, of where everyone knows Liverpool are going to play with a 4 three, three, one sitting and the front three, and then we'll have full bombing in and crossing it in. With a 4-2-3-1, now you've got Bobby essentially playing in that 10 of where we've got a different kind of um, way of attacking of where if things are almost, if we're blocked out wide, we can try and find Bobby in the 10. But as the game progressed, we were quite um, dysfunctional of where Sheffield United won a penalty of where it was really tight, but yeah, I'm not going to complain to you tough. It, it probably was, it was a penalty. And then we kind of dominated after that, but then pieces of magic from uh, Sadio Mane and yeah it was it was a good result of where you're not going to get an easy game from Sheffield United home or away and last year I think we almost we got lucky that One um, Wijnaldum last season away at their place and this this season was really really tough but yeah it's a good re- good result at, at the minute I'm not too fussed about performances of where as long as you get the three points that's all that matters and then in the end of where a lot of people are saying Liverpool aren't firing, this, this and that. We're second in the league now. So in the end, it's, it's all about results and we're getting results. Are
1: you worried, Ken? No,
8: nah, there's nothing to be worried about, to be honest. And I, and I said this quite a few weeks ago, where as long my biggest worry of where I've highlighted injuries, the key one I said, I think we'll be fine as long as Alisson stays fit. If Alisson stays fit, I've genuinely got no worries and I'll stick by it. I still believe we'll get 90 plus points in the season. That, that's how confident and how much I trust our team. Of where now, Sadio Mane and Salah didn't score that game. Do you know how often last season we relied on Sadio Mane or Salah to score? And then now in Sheffield United, Firmino and Diogo Hota scored. Do you know what different angle that produces of where now we've got four people who can genuinely score, I'd mm. say twelve. Don't get used to Firmino scoring
6: goals, mate. Yeah, don't happen often. Don't happen often. Let's not go on like
8: let's not go no, on, no, on no, like no, Firmino
6: no, no, no. scores goals,
8: please. You Thank you. This. Okay, you, you say this, but Firmino has more goals and assists than Aubameyang this season. They're both on one goal and Firmino has two assists. So, wow. someone else's striker, <sighs> not my striker.
1: Shameless so, angle. I no, feel it, it doesn't I feel matter, it.
8: man. It doesn't matter, my G. But anyway, nah, there's nothing to be worried about, to be honest. of when, As long as people stay fit, I'm watching the game now, actually, and Firmino has just gone <laughs> down. I was ready
2: to at you, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
8: there's time on like that.
5: <laughs> the hammy as well, that's peak.
8: Like, you is. know how tight it is? That's and the thing peak. is, it, it's centre-halves. We've got now uh, three three centre-halves who cannot stay fit, essentially, of where Gomez, Fabinho, Matip, yeah, Reese Williams is coming on. So, as yeah, I said, feet, I'm feet, still Matip not worried, to be
1: honest.
8: I'm not worried. As long oh. as Alisson stays fit, that's my biggest worry. of Everyone, especially in that back five, if Alisson stays
1: fit, um, um, there's nothing to
7: worry about. To be honest. Fair. Guys, sorry, just uh, it's a bit different, but i um, I just read, um, that uh, the Barcelona, um, uh, hierarchy, uh, Josep, but I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. But he's just announced that apparently Barcelona approved um, the participation um, for the sort of the European Super League. Um, and apparently other clubs have ag- agreed to it too, um, so watch that space.
0: Mazalee, mm-hmm.
7: Very
0: bad. Ah, cool. Kenna, um, I know your game is still um, go- oh, it's actually going on now. Yeah, um, just over 28 minutes gone. What's your prediction? Has Fabinho altered that prediction as well? Or what? No, no,
8: no. 2-3-0 no win. It's, yeah? Yeah, we're resting a couple of players as well. Like Chao was saying about this period, it's kind of You're playing every three days, and I think again this is one of the few times of where we're not playing um, Firmino, Salah, and Mane. You know how rare that is, especially a a Champions League game of where we're not playing either three. So, nah, not not too forced to be honest. We'll we'll get through, and then I'll see see one of you man in the latter rounds anyway. Some of yous anyway. Mm. (laughs) Uh
0: cool. Um, And then. Moving over to the last game of the um, Premier League weekend, see um, strides. You travelled to uh, Turf Moor. Why one oh,
6: You certainly haven't saved the best to last, man, because it was <laughs> diabolical. Um, yeah, won the game one nil. Um, it was, it was a snooze fest, but in a different way. It's what you expect when you go to Burnley. It's going to be a tough game. I was interested to see the lineup because. Um, he didn't play Regulon. Uh, he didn't play Aurier. So, and I think that was due to the fact that obviously Burnley, the way they play, um, a lot of aerial balls in the box, and he wanted a bit more height defensively. And also they've they've been there and they know it. I think I can't imagine Regulon playing out there too much. He's not used to that playing in Spain. So yeah, I was interested with that. Um, Undebelle started, which I was kind of surprised with because obviously he got hooked there last year um and obviously Kane's son and and Lucas Moura so yeah lineup wise um I thought we had enough to get the win anyway um I can't really remember any chances in the first half man I'll be honest with you in terms of analysis like the the first half just seemed to just to just go with no real entertainment um they played a few long balls into the box we dealt with it but yeah going into the second half um it looked like a game where we could potentially draw or even lose and um we, we won the game, in my opinion, because of Harry Kane. He clears one off the line from a James Tarkowski header um, in, deep in the second half. And then down the other end, he sets up Son yet again for another assist for a, a Son header, which was a, was a great finish. And we nicked the game 1-0. Um, and I think it's a game that previously we may have drawn, we may have lost. So uh, maybe we have hit sort of a turning point. I don't want to speak too soon you know, with the West Ham game the week before, but um, just to get the three points, like Kenna said or alluded to earlier, um, that's the most important thing, man. And we move on now, innit? So, looking at the table, I think we're fifth, 11 points, two points off the top. Um, when you factor in the Newcastle game, the late penalty, and the West Ham game, we could be sitting top of the league. So, I'm happy. Um, and yeah, we
0: move, man.
1: Um,
0: looking, looking quite good for you lot at the moment, and in Europe, um. E-man playing on Thursday.
6: We've got Antwerp. Um, don't know much about them. Done a little bit of research. They're top of the Belgian league, if that's anything to, to go by. Um, it's away from home, and I think they've got their fans in the stadium or a few fans anyway. So it'll be a different kind of atmosphere from what the players have been used to. But um it's a game we should be winning, man. Like I, I see the Europa League as we've got such a great squad now. Um we've got depth in all positions that we can chop and change. I think the game's been every three or four days or whatever it is it's beneficial for us it keeps everyone on their toes it it enables Jose to to look at different things and I think Tottenham at the moment are looking very strong in in all areas in all departments um so yeah um you should win that if you won in a prediction I'd say 3-1 I still although we kept a clean sheet against Burnley I'm still not sure about us defensively Um, right
8: just a quick one for me of where do you know, just in, in regards to the Burnley game, I asked you this yeah. actually a couple of weeks ago about um, what you'll be like against low-block sides and you actually struggled. That was another low-block side of where, honestly, in open play, I, I can't remember a good I don't think you actually had a chance and in the end, it was a unlike Burnley go to concede of a, of a set piece. So do you yeah. reckon, same again, I think if if I'm a essentially a lower league side or bottom of the table side, play a low block against Tottenham and you kind of beg them to come and come and attack you because there's no Kane dropping in and then over the over the back line to Son there was no space for Son to run onto.
6: yeah I think like obviously yeah you you did make that point and, and I and I felt that we would have enough creativity and maybe you know last night's game was a small sample size to fully determine that I think it's never easy going to Burnley man um yeah we did struggle to create chances um you know, we could have done with Lasel, so maybe starting, but I don't know oh, to say, yeah. Goodness. But for me, I feel that we won't struggle like throughout the season. We can't afford to struggle. Yesterday could have been a one-off. You know, I mean, we got, we got the goal from a corner. I think we'll be fine, man. We've got enough creativity in the 11 and to come off the bench to be able to break sides down. Last night we struggled, but we got there in the end. And I think that's what's the most important thing, you know, that'll give the players confidence as well to keep digging in. And for me... As much as, you know, if, if teams play deep, some might not be able to get in, Kane might not be able to drop into a congested midfield. When you've got Kane and Son on the pitch, you've got match winners. So they get a chance nice. to put it away.
1: To be honest, yeah, to be honest, I, f- I feel like this Tottenham team, I, I have a, a a feeling that they're going to pick up silverware this season. I really do. Like, I think in in a tournament competition, though, because I feel like their strongest eleven gives me, like, tournament, tournament At, team vibes. Caribbean Cup, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know which one pick your poison, but like, I feel yeah. like this this Tottenham team, like the way they play, especially with their strongest eleven, I think they, they is, is a tournament is a tournament team. I wouldn't put home.
7: a past Europa League for Josie's yeah. bonus, like because I feel I, like in the if yeah. you, if
1: you man reach knockouts, I think you man will he'll will, start flipping it on. Yeah, 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 playing yeah. a stronger team.
6: Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I totally agree with you, Pres man. I think in a ninety minute game, Josie just got that know how, and I think the players are are buying into it. You know, we got Stoke and the the. Carabao quarterfinal should be getting through to that, and That's then it's a, a semi. Tie. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Out of all the teams we could have got, you take that all day long, and then who knows? Mm. Like, you get to a semi. I think they believe in Jose mm. because he's been there and he's done it, and th- that belief is now like transient to the-, to the fans. Like, I believe now. I didn't believe you- you've heard the pods, previous pods. <laughs> I didn't mean Jose was the man, but I'm starting yeah. to believe. And people that I know were Spurs fans are starting to believe. And I think other fans of clubs are, are maybe thinking, you know what, Tottenham mate. And I like it, I, I do like it because predictions and pr- the beginning of the season, no one really fancies Spurs to be in the top four or be anywhere near there. So, mm. it's good. It's good, man. And yeah. Prez,
8: Prez, you know what I can't wait for? Up until, let's say, one of the latter rounds of whatever cup and then Spurs go out and then you get that Mourinho where he's like, oh, it's the heritage. It's the heritage. Oh, I can't <laughs> I only I see Spurs. That ejection, <laughs> I only see Spurs <laughs>
7: flopping if one of Kane or Sons got injured for a long Keep period of time. Keep
1: them man fit, boy. Keep
6: them man fit, then... fit. But this is the thing, though. Now we've got that squad depth. They don't yeah. have to touch pitch on Thursday. You can play Bergwijn, play Lucas, yeah, gone, play Vinicius, facts. play Bale. Facts. Like, whenever never mention him, Bale, like, obviously he didn't come on. And I think that that could have been a protection thing, if anything.
0: Boy, um, lucky mid chain here still. <laughs> yeah, no, it,
6: it could have been. Obviously, like, you know what I mean? He's a little bit fragile and Burnley do like to put their foot in. So I'm sure he'll start on Thursday night. We've got to embed him slowly. But I think in general, like, great point. The fact that we can rest Kane, rest on hopefully limits the the time they they get injured. Obviously, any player can get injured, but if we keep them fit, man, we've got a chance.
7: Yeah, no facts. I
0: agree. All right, cool. All right, lads, it's nearly 10 o'clock. We better head to the bar before the bar gets closed. Any shots today then?
2: I'll start. So I've got a shot for a player I didn't even mention for Chelsea, and it's because I want to normalise the Chelsea keeper actually playing well instead yeah. of having to cry. So my <laughs> shot is for Eoward Mendy. I think he just managing to make routine saves makes the defence <laughs> trust him. But is, like, he actually, like the one-on-one against Rashford and then he had the curler, the Rashford hit, where you'd still expect him to save it, but they are a little bit better. It's just it's reassuring. So my shot goes out to him so I can get wasted whilst he keeps me protected at night.
1: Good shot, man. To he, be honest, he needs to
2: work on his feet though, because he scored our own goal. Yeah, yeah that was that.
1: mad. Apart from that,
2: <laughs> well, we're gonna. That's what the shots for, so I can ignore the bad. Really <laughs> good. Yeah,
3: my. um I'll jump straight into it, man. My shot is for Arteta. It's a back-to-back shot for Arteta. I think I, um, I took a shot for him a couple of weeks ago. Like I fully back him. Like I, I do believe in him, but I obviously just don't want him to dig his own grave, man. Like for yeah. me, the. The Urzwood situation is just absolutely mental that a player is a, a, a player that we're not going to be able to use at all this season. And at the moment, I'm seeing just a lack of adaptability. Like he's he's sticking to what he thinks works, and it, it's just not working at the moment, man. Like you can't have son, human son be the top scorer in the Premier League with eight goals from the wing and not be able to successfully use. Abamayang yeah. anywhere on the pitch, it just does, it doesn't make sense, man. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah, something has to give with Arsenal's attack. And um, obviously, we've lost uh, Liverpool. Now we've lost uh, um, City, City um, away. No disrespect to Man United, but I, I, while I'm not feeling confident, I definitely feel out of all three of those away games, it's probably the one game from the the top six, top four teams we can get a result in. So we need to bounce back, man. We need we need a response, performance, results, points. I tell you, man, you got to get us a result, Old Trafford. Simple as
4: that. Yeah. Yeah,
5: I'll back that shot toast as well. Land.
4: Yeah. I, I got
6: I got a shot. When you're done. Or whoever's next.
4: done. I, I, I got a shot. Um, for the least press, last person I could, I would give a shot to, right now, and it will be Nicholas Pepe because I've looked at it, and for me, for Arsenal to have any chance of doing well, we need him at his best, because Aubameyang has carried us and. We know what Aubameyang's going to give us. So, Nicholas, wherever you are, Nico, we need you. <laughs> That's my shot.
6: I, I got one. Um, kind of off the back of what Toe said, man. Harry, Edward Kane and Hyungmin min Son. Shots, I got a shot for each Edward. of you, Because, yeah, I'm, go, I'm going full government on them. <laughs> you know why? Because, yeah, this is the second best partnership in Premier League history, only behind Drogba and Lampard. What, 29 what? goals, between yeah. the two of them they've assisted each other or whatever nuts, the combination nuts, the link up and if, yeah it, it's it's a crazy stat um i pin my hopes on those two please stay to- fit um and i believe that you know like, with the way we're playing at the moment if we can keep them fit and keep them firing then we will win a trophy i see that comment in there tabs yeah i believe that they can <laughs> they can fire us to to, to some silverware man um it's, about time, And about time. yeah, this for them too, really, man. I'm so happy with, with how they I got a shot. And and the, the happy, like, did you see after after um, Son scored? He was like, "Did you get the assist to Kane?" Like, just, I'm loving the camaraderie and the and the relationship between the players, man. So yeah, it's for them too.
7: I got a, I got a young shot. It's actually not even for anything to do with my club, to be honest. I got a shot for my favourite player in the Premier League right now, which is um, Son. Son is a flipping baller, like, and I think I I I like him more. Are we, giving him, are we
1: giving him WC status by the way? Bro, yeah, yeah he is, come on. Man. He actually,
7: he facts, man. Facts, he's already to me. He had the last season anyway, but I think he's just reaffirming what, what he is now. Uh, when it's basically like a level playing field, like in terms of obviously the season's just started. But yeah, my shot goes out to him, man. He does he, I think he deserves a lot more pro- the way we talk about Sterling and Mane, I think we should be speaking about speaking about Son in the same way, too.
6: I love that chart, man.
8: Yeah, I've I'll got, I've got two that, shots to line up quickly. Um, first so shot is for um, <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> Alisson Be- Becker, man. If, if you man haven't read of where Alison Becker basically in an interview the other day, he said um, he come back from injury like three, four weeks early of where he's admitted he's not fully fit, but he's doing it for the team. Do you, know, you, know how, you know how stronger we are with him in comparison to San Miguel? Like, the, the, almost the energy and the presence he gives Liverpool is like no other, man. To me, he's the best keeper I've ever seen at Liverpool Football Club. So, yeah, yeah. one shot for him. And then the final shot, I'm surprised no one said it yet, but Dr Marcus Rashford, man. The guy's yeah. he's doing bits on and off the field, man. Yeah, shout out to him, man. He's feeding the kids, bagging goals. There's nothing wrong he can do at the minute. Yeah, the for, on-field short, play is so important.
3: In these times as well man because like you'll get criticized if you're not yeah. mashing work on the pitch you know but he's playing he's playing really well right now and yeah, yeah he's, doing, he's doing his thing off that's the, a group you know, shop all around yeah yeah, 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 yeah 100 um i think
0: that's all the shots but i've actually got some shots myself um ken i think i found a blue peter badge for allison so i'll, I'll send that to you later. <laughs> in there, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. River, Jesus. <laughs> 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 um, But my first shot, um, boy, I think you're not going to be shocked by this one. Um, It's for a player that we've not really mentioned. Well, he's been mentioned before. He's from a newly promoted team. He nice Mm. me on my fantasy this weekend. (sighs) Um, Patrick Bamford. Patrick Bamford.
6: But were you in the league, though?
0: Huh? Hmm? What's up, Calvin?
6: I just asked where you were in the fantasy league, that's all.
0: Mm. Um, I think he's I was actually local. To be fair, he's local. I can't lie. Calvin, oh, right it's one I'll,
6: point I'll, behind me. Uh, let me let me <laughs> <it. laughs> He had Sad. a good week, though. Mad.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, mate. Do you know what it is as well? Like, um, for those that have seen his goals on that hat trick, I, I find it hard to pick which was a bit be- okay. Maybe the first one wasn't the best one, but his second and third, I find it yeah. hard. To pick a Better one.
5: Especially yeah. like in play. Gary Neville was talking about his goals yesterday, man. So yeah.
0: it was it was good and um before we close the bar my second shot um it goes to um Arsenal and that squad of all three oh four because boy after the weekend yeah man only one team can <laughs> can ever do that so yeah shout out you man and shout out Arsene like history uh, channel
8: subscription must be getting old now man, <laughs> man <laughs> it is isn't it and what <laughs> <laughs>
4: But, um, yo, yo can I take it up with Watford, man. Don't be don't be salty. <laughs> don't be salty. Take it up with Watford. Don't be salty.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's 10 o'clock. It's time to get out of the bar. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we appreciate all the feedback we're getting. And you can see we're getting more active on the socials. So please get involved. Please challenge us when you see someone put a wild tweet. Um, we love we love what we're getting back from you guys. And like we said, in the fantasy. Make sure you're following us on either Twitter or Insta if you want to win that shirt at the end of the season. It's Ba and we're out. Peace. Peace, 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 peace. peace. peace.
6: peace.
5: <laughs> hey guys.